You may think middle school teachers have it easy, but they probably have one of the most challenging and influential roles in a young child's life. We're talking to one of Columbia County's top teachers on this episode of Range of Influence. Welcome back, everyone, to the Range of Influence podcast, or ROI, brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Premier Networks. I'm Russell Ahadney, President and CEO of the Columbia County Chamber of Commerce, and sitting with us today, as always, in our studio is our co-host, Reagan Williams, who's past chair of the chamber and senior vice president of Maybaum Real Estate. How you doing, Reagan? Hey, Russ, good to be here once again in the studio, and today we're talking to David Phillips, Columbia County's Teacher of the Year for 2020 and 2021. David teaches seventh grade science at Greenbrier Middle School, and he's got a unique perspective on what's happening with education in our county. He's involved in the Partners in Education program uh, that many business owners and community members are involved in. And so we're going to talk today about what he's doing in the classroom to have a great impact and influence and what Partners in Education is and maybe how we can get more involved. That's right, Reagan. And we're going to get right to that conversation right after this message from our sponsor, Premier Networks. Premier Networks is the premier information technology and cybersecurity firm in the CSRA. You have enough to worry about for your business. Leave it to the Augusta IT guys to ensure your IT is done right. No ironclad contracts, no fine print, just fast, reliable technology from an experienced customer-centric team, locally owned. Call for a free cyber assessment because in 2021, IT has to be right. Premier Networks, the official IT partner of the Augusta Green Jackets. Hey, David, welcome to the, uh, the podcast studio here. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really glad to be here. Well, I had the chance to actually meet you for the first time uh, at the Columbia County Partners in Education uh, Breakfast. I should say the Columbia County School District Partners in Education Breakfast and learned a lot about what you're doing uh, here in our school district. And, and you're at uh, Greenbrier Middle School. Why don't you uh, give us a little bit of background? How did you get into uh, your career in education? Uh, yeah, uh, thanks for asking. Um, this is year 18 for me teaching. Um, it's been, I've been at five schools, three counties, two states, and a whole lot of different places. But um, it started back when I was in college. I thought I wanted to be in the ministry. Um, really wanted to work in a church, but then found that my passion was actually not working in a church, but working with the young people in it, um, specifically the middle grades age. Um, so yeah, I got my start in Burke County, went on to Columbia County, and uh, this is the end of year 18 coming up and haven't regretted it yet. Yeah, what an awesome experience to be in Columbia County working for these great people, great students, and great families. Well, I'll say as a parent who has a child in middle school and one entering, kudos to you for <laughs> working with middle school students. I mean, it's, it's a tough age group. It's, uh, they're going through a lot of changes, and so I'm sure the challenges that are presented in the classroom every day are wide-ranging. Uh, part of the reason why we're excited to have you here in the studio today to talk and hear our, have our listeners hear what you have to say is you've been named the Teacher of the Year now two years in a row. Tell us about that, how that came to be, and uh, you know what that experience is like and what you think that that can do for you and your career and for the students in your classroom. Yeah, what an amazing process Columbia County goes through to select their Teachers of the Year. 
they take their school teachers, uh, and it's over 30 schools, and those teachers go into an intense competition uh, where there's interviews, there's um, live interviews, there's essays to write, but then they select a top five, and from there they select their top teacher of the year. Uh, and I got selected a few years ago. Coming up in October, when I pass the baton to the next teacher, it will be two full years. Uh, but with COVID, the state decided to freeze their teacher competition, so the county did the same, and they asked me to serve another term, and I graciously and excitedly accepted that term. So yeah, it's been been two full years of County Teacher of the Year. Now, does that come with any special uh, duties assigned to you? Do you participate? Or perks. Yeah, or, yeah, or perks. <laughs> uh, yes to both. Duties first, um, you know, I've kind of been the, the spokesperson for the teachers whenever there's an interview needed um, where teachers are required, they'll come to me and ask. Uh, which has been a really cool experience. Just meeting people outside the education world, people in the media, people in the news, um, seeing their level of professionalism, just realizing, I mean, it's not just the Columbia County school system. It's all over the county where there's talent. Uh, that's adults and students. Uh, oh, and the perks. Yeah, the perks. Yeah, no, that, that's what we all want The most know. important part. Yeah. Uh, well, there was a lot of perks, but probably the one everyone talks about is the BMW for a year. Did you get it just for the one year, or did you have it for two? <laughs> I got it for the one year. Oh. I tried for two. <laughs> um, but Taylor BMW, um, ACHS Insurance, insured the car for a year. Um, just an amazing partnership they have with the Teacher of the Year program. Did it come with a parking spot, too? It did come with a parking spot with a sign. Yeah, at my school, Teacher of the Year. Part of the reason we brought you into the, to the podcast studio is I got to listen to you talk at our at the Partners in Education breakfast the other morning, and you had a couple of, of really interesting experiences that I'd really love you to share some ways that the business community really stepped up in your education career, helping students really excel. Share some of that with our uh, listeners. Yeah, I think when a lot of people hear partners in education, they immediately think money, donations. Um, but the way I use it most effectively is just the time and the talent of real engineers or real adults who have jobs that are difficult. Um, and these are the jobs I'm kind of targeting these students for. Um, so yeah, we had help. We had engineers come help us. We tried to do really difficult challenges, really difficult competitions. And the result was pretty amazing. The students excelled like I've never seen them excel before because I had expert help, because I'm just a teacher at the end of the day, which I think in my role, I'm a facilitator. I put people in position to excel, but I also have to match them with people who can help them do that. Um, and our teams, the competitions range from rocketry to uh, civil engineering. It was just such a wide range that I would have never been able to do that on my own without the help of Columbia County businesses um, and employees. Now, specifically, you talked about, I think there was an aeronautics one. Mm -hmm. Sure. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that experience. Yeah, the aeronautics competition, um, we had to have help learning principles of flight, principles of aeronautics, um, and with our help with a local airport. Um, and part of the prize was we got to go to the airport and learn firsthand what the careers are from the mechanics to air traffic control. We just got to experience that airport for a day. Got to take a flight around the city. The students will never forget that because we went around our school. We got to see our school from way up in the sky. Um, but you know, stuff like that is just a life-changing experience for them where they know, yeah, I can do this really hard job, this really technical job that I thought was difficult. I can do it in the future because I just did it. And I did it with someone who does it every day of their life. Um, so that was just 
And it goes along with Columbia County's mission statement to inspire and empower. Um, when I do stuff like that, they're definitely inspired and they're definitely empowered because they know they can do it because they just did it. Well, the Partners in Education uh, initiative seems really interesting. I'm, I'm curious uh, from the standpoint, you know, where you're at and what you see, you know, these partnerships, are they generally created from businesses who are, are looking at their workforce needs and saying, this is what we would like to offer? Or is this really students saying, this is what we want to do and this is the opportunities we want to see? Or a mix of both? Kind of what do you see? From my perspective, what we've done, it's usually students who are trying to solve a problem and we have to go search out different career fields uh, that we don't have access to in the building. But I think it should go both ways. Um, I think the businesses, as much as they want to be, should be involved in the schools. And that doesn't limit itself to high school, middle schools and elementary. I mean, they're, they're so easily influenced at that age. Uh, there's a lot of power in having elementary students learn engineering. Same thing for middle. That They need to know that they're not too young to do these really difficult things. Well, it's an important conversation, I think, that is having, being had in schools right now. We had Dr. Flint on the show a few weeks ago, the Columbia County Schools Superintendent, uh, and talking about some of that workforce need and that we've got a lot of businesses out there that have certain needs, uh, trying to communicate that to the school system, to teachers, what we need, what we need these students to learn, doesn't always match up with kind of the curriculum that's already built within the classroom, right? So, I mean, the curriculum has been there for a while, maybe you know, updating it and making sure that the product, right, that education uh, product that is that is built matches what the jobs are going to be, right? I mean, I think back to, I'm sure we all would, think back to what we were educated on. And whenever we got to the, to the end, the jobs were sometimes different than what we were taught. So uh, I think that the partners uh, in, in education is really good. And, um, you know, Russ, I think our chamber community needs to, to look, you know, a little more heavily in, in supporting that. You had another story of, of another uh, business club car, I, I believe, that, right. that got involved, chamber member. Tell a little bit about that experience. That was a little bit more in the, I believe it was the uh, electronics. Right, computer programming, coding. The students who actually won that competition, part of their prize was to spend the day with engineers just seeing what a shop looks like. And the students came away amazed thinking, wow, I can spend my whole day and get paid playing with these toys. And of course, it's not just simply playing with toys, but they're creating. They get to make stuff that they create. They get to use these really fancy machines. And wow, they came away so impressed that that's a real job. And they, didn't, they wouldn't know that otherwise, which is really that's the power in what I'm trying to do is expose them to all these different things they can do. Um, and that's where the business partners are so needed. I'm impressed by the students who are excited that the prize is to go to a place of business to watch how they get stuff done. Because I tell you, whenever I was in middle school, we just wanted a pizza party, right? So, I mean, that was a good enough prize. They did provide pizza. It's yeah, good. <laughs> good. So. But it's really cool that, I mean, the, the prize for winning is something significant. You know, in these kind of competitions and all these kind of exposures, I mean, you're seeing students who are really having their – minds awaken to different possibilities that are out there they didn't know before? Oh, absolutely. Um, and part of that competition uh, was through Augusta University, who's been doing an amazing job getting students exposure to these fields. But to me, it all comes back to the perspective of the teacher when you mentioned the curriculum maybe need to be updated. Um, maybe, but we have some really talented teachers who you can say your job is to teach curriculum or you can use curriculum to teach skills that they're going to need every day 
in the end, will they need to know about the cell in their life? Probably not. But if I can use the cell to teach them how to critically think and solve problems and thrive under pressure, then I think I'm doing my job and really contributing to the community once they get out of my classroom or, or high school. Well, I think it's another testament to, to some of the businesses in our community talking about the fact that you gave the two specific examples, the aeronautics and, and the engineering. And my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, both of those teams actually won their competitions too because of the help. Right, correct. And then that led, one thing led to another. By the end of that first competition, I had six students on a plane with me to Hong Kong, China to enter another competition they were invited to do because of their success. So, yeah, it all started with the local businesses, but these children went around the world and placed second in the world in engineering by the end of that competition. So, I mean, wow. Started in August, and by the end of the next August, they were world travelers, world champion engineers, and they're all Columbia County products. Tell me what it was like chaperoning six kids <laughs> on a trip to Hong Kong. Field trip with middle school students to China. Uh, it was great. I had another teacher with me. A lot of the families decided to come with us, but they were all business. They were motivated. They were ready to go. And along with what I talked about, learning the soft skills, how to think on your feet, how to critically think, when we got there, the rules of the competition totally changed, and they had to adjust to that. The biggest one was you'll have judges who understand English. Well, that wasn't the case. So now they had to use science and engineering to show Chinese judges that their idea actually was good, and they did it. So that's definitely a skill I think any employer in Columbia County would love to have. Absolutely. You talked about two specific businesses, but I can guarantee you there are tons of other businesses in our community that would be excited to get involved in, in the schools and, and help the kids kind of learn different things. What would you say uh, would be some of the best steps or ways uh, for businesses to get involved? One of the best ways is if there's somebody in that business who has a child in a school, contact your school. And if not, um, just pick a school you're close to, pick a local school, contact the administrator, and the administrator can get you in contact with some of the really talented teachers who like to do stuff like this. Um, but yeah, it just starts with a conversation. A lot of times when we do these activities, we don't really know what we're doing yet, but we start with a conversation and we learn what we actually need to do to solve um, the problem, what is the problem. But yeah, those conversations are so powerful when we can connect teachers to the business leaders. That's what I would say. You need to start there. David, it's obvious why the Columbia County School system chose you as the teacher of the year. Allowed you to do it for two years in a row. Yeah, thank um, you. Super impressive. Proud to do it. Uh, and uh, and all, and, and, and we're so proud of what our school system and you are doing uh, for our students and connecting them with, with, you know, options for their future and teaching them and giving them all these incredible experiences. Uh, but let's move away a little bit, uh, if you don't mind, to something a bit more personal. We This is the Range of Influence podcast, and we'd like to, to dive in a little bit about you personally, what has motivated you, what's inf influenced you. Those are kind of things that are driving you that then uh, you know drive the students in our community. So uh, let's go way back to when you were in school. Uh, what was your <laughs> favorite subject growing up, and, and how did that inform you uh, in the future, and I'll, and I'll tell you this, I'll, I'll answer the question. So for me, if I go way back, third grade, I had a teacher named Mrs. Wiggins. And her math class, for me, no kidding, third grade math with Ms. Wiggins uh, transformed the way that I looked at school, the way that I approached work. 
So I'm just I'm I'm curious. What has influenced you going back in the day to your schooling? What was your favorite subject, and maybe what do you like to do and teach now? Yeah, wow, the power that a teacher can have over a career path, a, a life path, is so important. Um, you know, for me, my worst experience was middle school, and that's what I teach. And I think that's probably why I was kind of drawn towards middle school is because, you know, I kind of wanted to be the teacher I wish I had back then because I realized how tough middle school is. And it was so hard, so many changes going on with children and mentally, physically. It's just such an awkward time. Um, I wanted to be able to be that kind of teacher for them. Now, when I got to high school, my favorite classes were science. I had such amazing science teacher. Butler High School, back in the late 90s, those amazing science teachers kind of led me to when I decided to change my career path to teaching. I thought, wow, I really enjoyed those tough science classes, those chemistry and physics classes. I had really dynamic teachers, and that's kind of how I ended up in science as a career. If you had taken your path out of education um, as you were growing up, what would have been your dream job? You know, that goes back to middle school, too, and kind of a regret. Um, I didn't know what engineering was until I got to college. I thought engineers drove trains. So that's kind of where my passion lies today is getting children exposed, getting my students exposed to all these possibilities because I don't feel like I had exposure to that. I thought there was, you know, maybe one or two paths, um, but I didn't know all this was out there. So if I could be anything else today, I really love getting in there with the kids and helping them create and getting creative. I would love to have done something like that, some kind of engineering field where you just sit, you have your ideas, you do difficult stuff, um, and maybe that's why try to get all the kids, the students involved in so many different engineering competitions. Well, it's, it's so uh, uh, glad to hear that you have taken what, what might have been something that you wanted to do and trying to, to teach another generation. Yeah, I'm living through that, them. Right? So live, live vicariously <laughs> through right. your, your students, maybe one of those, or one day grow up to be, you know, a world-renowned engineer and change, right. change the world, which is great. You know, I, I, I look back to, to my time, and I, I, I think we all probably were in school around the same generation, and, and you know, it was reading, writing, and arithmetic. It was there's a lot of these interesting things that people get to do now, and the options that were presented to you in, in the 90s uh, didn't seem to be uh, quite so abundant as they're presented today. And, you know, go back to a comment you made earlier about those middle school years being tough. Um, you know, I, I think it's important. I'm, I'm so um, happy to hear just your heart and that you recognize that middle school was tough for you and you want to be that teacher that you didn't have, right? And so um, that it's not just about, you know, teaching things that are in a book or on a page or on a board. It's really about, in, you know, instilling something that you were lacking. Um, talk to us about that kind of emotional connection that you try to make with students or, you know, b beyond the, the numbers and the words and the, the formulas and all that kind of stuff. You know, what is it about teaching and making connection that's important? Um, it's real simple for me. Um, you'll hear a lot that relationships are the most important part of teaching, but I disagree. I think it's what you do with those relationships that matters most. At the end of the year, my goal is pretty simple. I don't want them to be the same version in May that they were in August. I want them to be a much more complex version of themselves. Um, and you can't do that by just teaching what's in the books or what's written in the standards. Sure, they learn more, but are they more complex? Are they more ready to tackle problems? Are they more of a critical thinker? Can they collaborate with each other? Those kind of things that you get passionate about just affecting them. You want them to be 
a way more productive, potentially member of society when they're getting out of our schools. And, you know, I think that's in line with the Columbia County School District in general. Their mission statement isn't to educate and give them all this knowledge. It's to um, inspire and empower. You know, I think that that has such a big impact on their lives. And, you know, it's a powerful statement. Well, I can say on behalf of the business community, I mean, what you guys do molding the future workforce is critical. I mean, like you said, if you have a good connection at school, you're, you're more inclined to get engaged in other, in other parts and learning more parts of, of different things that, you know, you may not, a good teacher goes a long way. Let's put it that way. That's right. And I think going back to it, we think from the business community, high school students are, are where we need to, to touch and, and really kind of mold them there. But I would disagree with that. I would agree with you. Yeah. I think it goes before that. I think of, you know, my school path and really, you know, what you start getting interested in in that middle school time frame really molds what you become. You're right. Middle school happens. I mean, high school happens so fast, right? And if you don't have a sense of something going into those final four years, you know, I mean, it just goes by so quickly. And by the time you're a junior, it's like, I got to have this whole thing figured out. So tell us, tell us why you would disagree. Yeah, sure. That high school isn't the place. It's really before that. Well, if you think about children in general, in elementary school, um, they're the most creative. They're the most, I mean, they love school in elementary school. Whereas you get, well, and the, you can easily affect them, easily win them over to your side of, when I think about the side I'm trying to win them over to, really difficult things, being able to do that and know that they can do it. In middle school, they're definitely the most uh, influential. I mean, it's, that's that fork in the road. And I kind of think of high school as like you're almost a finished product. You may not know exactly what you want to do, but you're pretty close. You kind of have all your skills, your toolbox is full um, of everything you can learn in high school. So yeah, I would say uh, let's get engineering programs in the elementary school, feed them to the middle school, feed them to the high school. Um, I think that's where you'll see the biggest impact. And, you know, we have a, a great man in Columbia County. His name's Tony Wright. He's the head of our HR department. Um, and his motto is always, we want to hire to retire. So we want to hire our people and train them up and get them ready and keep them. Um, but I think if you think about the relationship between schools and businesses, the motto could be something like, we want to prepare and then not share. We want to get these kids ready in school, keep them in Columbia County, have that pipeline from kindergarten to the workforce. I mean, why not? Why start in high school? The teachers are there, the students are there, the talent's everywhere. So yeah, let's do that. I think that's a poignant statement there. I think too, again, the teacher makes a big difference. What do you think are are some of the best qualities a teacher really needs to have to to make an impact in somebody's life? Uh, It might be something you, a lot of people might say that it's intelligence, knowing the content, but I would put that almost at the bottom of the list, being able to know what you're teaching. At the top of the list would be just have a passion for affecting young people, know, being able to see where they are and know where you want to take them. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a simple statement, but yeah, passion for affecting young people, that's it. We always like to, to end our, our time with our guests with a, a question again, you know, this is Range of Influence podcast. Curious uh, from our guests how they're influencing their community. 
But the baseline, the foundation is what's influenced you or who's influenced you. So uh, as a final discussion point, you know, tell us about the person or the experience that had the biggest influence on you. You know, it's, it's a difficult thing to point to one because like I tell my students, I want them to have that growth mindset where they're always learning and always improving. The people who influence me is the people I'm around every day. I'm constantly learning from other teachers on the hall, constantly learning from great leaders. Uh, Chip Fulmer and Michael Johnson have been two of my principals where, you know, they just taught me so much about leadership, about being in a school, about being a professional, about being an educator. But man, I'm just, I'm influenced every day by the people around me. I think that's outstanding to hear, you know, that you're always learning, much like your students, you know, you're always learning. And and I've always kind of had that mindset and I appreciate that comment because if you just rest on what you already know, you're going to get left behind eventually. Never, never a finished product. That's right. As long as you keep learning. So I just want to thank you on behalf of the business community. I think uh, the takeaway for, for me is the business community can step up, especially when it comes to the middle schools, because uh, you have a much more moldable uh, person you know you get in the that clay is a lot softer in middle school that's right high school that's right they get uh, a little bit uh, set in their ways in high school and and a little bit stubborn i I remember my high school years uh, you know you couldn't tell me what to do you know i have my mindset so i i think the focus is uh, and the chamber our foundation uh, gets involved in the schools and but uh, you know i think from my perspective i think one of my takeaways is you know finding more opportunities to get engaged in the middle school. Yeah, and I think our high schools do an amazing job with their CTAE pathways. I have a son now in ninth grade, and he's taking advantage of two right now. What an amazing time to be in Augusta for cybersecurity um, and ROTC. But, you know, those pathways don't have to start in high school. They can take that amazing job they're doing, but be able to get those students a little more exposure in the younger grades, and they can be a lot more confident when they enter those pathways. David Phillips, Greenbrier Middle School Teacher of the Year, two years running. We thank you for coming in the studio and uh, sharing a little bit of your perspective. Thank you. Absolutely my pleasure. Um, And I want to thank the Chamber and all the work you do for our schools. Um, A lot of people, I mean, it's a lot of behind-the-scenes work, but I want you and all your members to know that the impact is powerful and it's felt every day, so thank you. What a uh, interesting conversation we had there with David Phillips. And I would just say, what a cool dude. He's such an impressive guy. I think it's really encouraging to know that, that folks like David are in our schools having really an outsized impact on our children. And I know uh, from personal experience, Russ, that those middle school years can be tough. We've got one right now and one coming up. It's a, t- it's a tough time. Uh, but to know that, that teachers like David are in our school system, that they're doing incredible things, encouraging our students to really fly high, is, it's really in- encouraging. And the way he intertwines the business community and actually engages in them, puts students in the workplace to get that experience, that's outstanding. Well, the exposure that they're all being, uh, you know, given uh, you know some of those experiences or experiences that you and I never really had to have and so uh, I'm a bit jealous to see kind of what these children are are being exp- exposed to so it's a I think it's an exciting time in our county it's a bright future for them and 
We just also want to thank our show producer, Kimberly Lahodney, and also our presenting sponsor, Premier Networks. And of course, we want to take this opportunity to remind you to subscribe to Range of Influence through your favorite podcast app. And be sure to share our show and rate us whenever you listen.